Welcome back to the Basement Basement Dwellers. Welcome back to what we do in the basement. I'm your host and DM, Kevin Rambaran, joined, as always, by Thomas Tolls. Hello, I play Anus Dweezel, and I am coming to you outside, shivering in the rain, saying, Please, sir, could you spare a bit? I still haven't thought of one for the next season. Uh, so if you can think of a bit, you can tell I'm really running low on ideas. Uh, please send them to hashtag bit off more than I can chew, uh, and I will uh, find a new bit for the podcast. I like the idea of your bit now being to get bits. Yeah, um, if you say it, then I can't keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with Luke Cecilon. Hey, folks, I'm Luke. I play Frank the Bloodpath Abomination. Uh, and I think Frank is just, like, striving for a very, like, child-controlled council. You know, the kids are our future. He's pushing for that. Right. 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 Uh, so sorry, just to clarify... <laughs> Um, he wants basically a kid city reality show where kids run everything. But they have to be innocent. Don't forget. Yes, right. innocent children. Uh, for kids, by kids, city council. <laughs> I am here with Jesse Bergen. Hi, I play Old McGinty, a pastry chef who's got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with Natasha Durand. Real Nilo, and she didn't buy the love potion number nine. Ooh, uh. Very good. <laughs> okay, folks, I guess we're here. We're ready to play some D&D, and I think we should probably just jump right in with a bit of a recap. So... Our adventurers had a breakfast meeting at the Rusted Gate with Lorenzo Pyre and some of the members of the Pale Hope. We saw a tense discussion mount over croissants to determine Lorenzo's allegiances. Lorenzo explained that he was under the control of the Goldforths during the entirety of the party's first mission with him, though he does remember their interactions. Lorenzo mentioned that he did not believe that the staff of Idris was truly controlling the giant folk, and Kat supported this theory, mentioning that the giant folk had not been acting as if they'd been broken free from some sort of control after Anus had decoupled the staff from its podium and broken its effects. Lorenzo then thanked you for saving his life and explained that he wanted to hold a meeting at the Rusted Gate that evening to appoint an interim council to hold an election for the true council. Lorenzo mentioned that he wanted to get word out to the leaders of the various communities in Eldorock regarding the meeting and began making plans. You all began to suggest your own additions to the council, beginning with Anus's recommendation of putting giant folk on the council. Kat and Alador decided to go to the various areas of town to get word out. Kat decided that they would go to the Servants' Ward, High Rock, Old Town, and the Scholars' Village, while Alador said he would go to the Merchants' Village with Walter and Lower Rock. Enos informed the room that Felina was awake, and you all decided to interrogate her together. Felina mentioned that McGinty isn't who he said he is, and then broke free from her shackles and went for McGinty's knife. The party's reactions saw Rael quickly cutting off her hand before she could even get the knife, and McGinty pressed harder, tying her to the cell bars, and he found out that he wasn't going to get much more information than this. Felina said that the Severed Strand had many chapters, and that someone named Wreath had sent her. McGinty said he was ready for whoever that they sent, 
and cut off the elderly assassin's other hand, ending the interrogation. You decided to accompany Alador on his trip to the merchant's village in Lower Rock. McGinty revealed that a rather extensive network of highly skilled assassins called the Severed Strand was coming for him. He mentioned that Wreath was one of the directors of the organization and was highly dangerous so that everyone ought to be on high alert. Some of you began to suspect even a small infant on the side of the road. Um, <laughs> you arrived at Don't Blink's say it Den- like it was weird. That infant was scary. <laughs> yeah. um, you arrived at Blink's Tinctures and met Edna while Walter went off at a, to a different portion of the town. Um, Alador asked the elderly potion seller to get word out about the meeting to the members of the Merchant's Village, and she obliged. Some of you purchased some potions, and some of you purchased some poisons, and as you left the shop you encountered eight guards being led by one knight who recognized Alador and demanded that you all stop where you are. And that is where we are now. In front of you guys stands eight guards sporting blue shields with a white line down the center. And these guards all flank a tall, dark-haired man with bluish-gray armor. His long hair is tied back, his crooked nose casts a surprisingly large shadow on his face, and his imposing stature sort of stands before you. And he says, I'm not sure who this ragtag group of rapscallions you've got with you is, but unsavory company was kind of always your thing, wasn't it? And he, as he says this, he kind of looks at Rael. He says, hello, all of you. I am Sir Gareth Duquesne. Uh-oh. He probably ascends to heaven. And I'm back. I don't know what the <laughs> Gareth Duquesne Gareth, Gareth Duquesne stepped out of the game and killed the DM. Holy shit. <laughs> Sorry, for those listening, Kevin just vanished for a second. What timing. So he's like, hello all of you. I am Sir Gareth Duquesne, head of the City Watch and protector of Eldorock. Alador looks at him and he's like, under your protection and watch, the council was overthrown and the Goldforths took hold of the country. You are the protector of nothing. Duquesne says, well, I was certainly the protector of Eldorock ports and, and you and your disgusting bandits used to use those for smuggling. Wasn't I protecting those? And Alador's like, perhaps, but this is a different time and a different place. The city is not yours to protect. He says, we'll just have to see about that. If you think that you and your criminal operations are going to go unchecked just because some lucky bunch of Cretans managed to take down the Goldforths, you've got another thing coming. And he looks at all of you and he says, you can either hand over this mongrel or we're going to take him by force. I I just want to clarify, we killed the Goldforths. It wasn't Cretans. uh, It was us. Uh, Our team. We're all quite smart and and good friends. (laughs) You? Wow. You really must have gotten lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I take offense to this. Uh, we are skilled Cretans, if anything. We aren't lucky. <laughs> uh, Frank's gonna do like uh, do some hand gestures uh, as if he's doing math. Uh, are the guards lined up li- how like bowling pins are in a triangle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are, are they, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah, they are. I said they were flanking him, didn't are I? They, yeah. Are they maybe all standing on the edge of a towering cliff? The guards guards were lowered down by this mechanical device. There's There's ten more guards up in a rack waiting to be... There's just old pizza near the guards. Yeah. Watch there's out, actually this... strings 
coming out of the top of all of their heads to pull this them back up. street has two gutters, one on each side of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're just in a bowling lane. I woke up face down in the bumper. <laughs> uh, yeah, Luke, uh, they are lined up like bowling pins. Perfect. Uh, Frank is going to telepathically this time. He's learning his lessons. He's going to do it in, oh. in, the, in, the, in the brain. He's going to do it in the brain, folks. <laughs> uh, to uh, the what party. He's learning his lessons. Luke is not learning his lessons. <laughs> hey there, uh, Anus, you, uh, you like running at stuff, right? Um, yes, but I also like talking out our problems. Uh, I got a good feeling that if you can knock over Duquesne, they'll fall like dominoes. <laughs> Okay. Wait, hold on. Are um, they lined up like dominoes or are they lined up like bowling pins? <laughs> if you do it in the brain, are you a sapiosexual? <laughs> I think a noose, a noose maybe is, is going to keep that in mind, but first he wants to see if we can. Uh, why don't we see if we can soften the tension a little bit? Uh, we're all a little shaken up by the revolution, and, you know, I'm sure we can come to an agreement. Like, I'm not strong enough to do that. I'm just gonna, like, push and all, but you, you can't, and they're lined up. I'm just saying, they <laughs> they fit the mold right now. Um, Duquesne says, yes, I have an agreement for you. Give me Alador, and you can all go free. Oh, uh, what crime are you charging him with? Alador has been thieving and smuggling throughout the city for years. He's been a wanted criminal for many different reasons. Do, do these people not know who you are? It just seems to me like uh, the previous regime was a totalitarian Iron Fist style, and I don't know why you're still enforcing their laws. Unless you're telling me you're buddy-buddy with the Gold Force. I'm not buddy-buddy with the Gold Force. I'm buddy-buddy with law and order. I have been the protector of this city since before those rapscallions ever took over. Law and order is a bit of a dog whistle, I think, for what you truly believe. <laughs> And a noose decides to run at him. <laughs> Everybody uh, roll initiative, I guess. But, but, uh, but yeah, you're going to get a surprise around there, noose. Yeah. A noose got a nine. We all got a natural one. So. McGinty oh. got a 19. Frank has a 16. How many guards are there actually? Are yeah, there 10? It was, so it was eight plus, there, I think, Duquesne. There, there are yeah. eight and Duquesne, but um, the way I'm going to structure this battle, just so that you guys know, is I'm going to break the guards into two groups of four. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be attacking uh, as units as of like four. So they'll, have, unit. okay. they'll have multiple attacks and one base amount of HP together. Um, but we, we get to do that cool action uh, moment where take the four on the left. I'll take the four on the right. <laughs> I'll take the infant. <laughs> You fool! That baby will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a druid in town. It's named Dick Wolf. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's obviously it's obviously a like a werewolf, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a druid, and he's really rude. <laughs> so we're killing the head of the city watch. Okay. <laughs> Keep in mind, the city watch itself is like effectively. Disbanded, like they haven't been. They haven't been instituted since the gold. Oh well, yeah, that's over, why this right? is so like, this weird. Guy's, this guy's just kind of like running his own shit. This dude's like, a bit of a tryhard, you know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that is true. 
It's that like the teacher's not in true. class. You don't have to like enforce the rules, man. <laughs> Anus, you're gonna get a surprise around here because you are deciding to charge right at them before they can even do Hooray. anything. So, what's your attack exactly? Yes, yeah, so I'm revealing that the feat that I learned thanks to my scorpion brain uh, primitive quality has sort of kicked in and I'm using the charger feat. Uh, so <laughs> as I am using my action to dash, a bonus action, I can uh, use a melee weapon attack or shove a creature. And because they're lined up like bowling pins, <laughs> I am going to try to shove Gareth to knock down all eight <laughs> guards. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So what I'm gonna get, what I'm gonna get you to do is you're gonna do a contested strength check against. Okay. So uh, it's athletics versus okay. the person who's being shoved. It's they can use either athletics or acrobatics. I see. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, pretty good. Twenty-two. Nice. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you guys, he rolled a nat one. <laughs> yes. Yes. He rolled a nat one. The this entire team loser. is vanquished. This is a yeah. perfect curveball strike into all yeah, the cards. <laughs> all right. Put some a noose. So, put some spin on himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's spinning around with his shield. Anus goes on all fours like the scorpion. He does the exorcist crawl over to this guy. Then he like rises like Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber after he's been knocked down. And he puts his three fingers in the guy's nose and eyes, <laughs> curls him up into a ball, and rolls him at the other people. <laughs> so... The way I'm gonna make, uh, I was gonna, so I was gonna, if if you succeeded, which you have done, I was gonna make the other guards do dexterity saving throws. But since he did such a poor job, I'm gonna make them roll it with disadvantage. Let's uh, see how their dexterity saving throws go. Since a group of guards is not the most dexterous thing in the world, uh, the first ones don't make it, um, and the second ones uh, also don't make it. They both rolled real shitty. Um, so <laughs> you just fucking knocked all of these people fucking prone. Great. That's awesome. Really starts off the combat well for They're me. They're all prone. Um, yeah. Nice. So, that yeah. sucks for ranged attacks, though. <laughs> I have disadvantage on all of them now. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky for you, McGinty, it's your turn I next. Know, and, I know, I um, McGinty, what are you going to do? I'm first going to turn to... Uh, are, we're with Alador, right? Right now? He is there. Yes, he is there. Yeah. Um, we probably shouldn't kill these guys, right, Alador? Just rough them <laughs> up so they don't bother us anymore? Alador Al looks at you um, and is like, I have wanted to do many things to Duquesne for a long time. I would not mind the opportunity to take his life from him. However, <laughs> he has done nothing beyond be an absolute knob right now. So I don't really know. If you guys want to kill him, we can do that. But I don't really... Um, I don't, I don't really care. Like, we could fight him. I'm fine with that. Rael jumps in. He's like, he called us Cretans. He has to die. <laughs> I am fine with this. We can do that if you want to do it. That's okay. <laughs> well, I don't like the idea of killing the, the city guard. That seems like it would get a lot of heat on us. So maybe let's I mean, just uh, teach him a lesson. <laughs> you see, like, there are some people in the street gathered around that are laughing at the fact that Duquesne has been knocked over. Like, they like this. There's, like, people watching. Um, we just keep doing, like, funny pranks on them, like tying their shoelaces together. And... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You could. Yes, you could. could you can 
keep giving them low status. Um, but yeah, McGinty, what's up? Okay, well, I get advantage if I attack before someone's acted, but that means it'll either cancel at my disadvantage or I have to run up and get in melee and I have such low HP. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to fire off a normal shot at um, Duquesne. Okay, sure. So just no advantage, no disadvantage. Are you doing non-lethal? Yeah, it's non-lethal. Sure. Aiming um, for not his face. <laughs> McGinty doesn't like to kill with like tons of people watching. <laughs> sure. You know. And there are there are like there's not tons, but there are people who are paying attention. Just to feel like on. if we want to win people over, uh, sixteen to hit. Sixteen's not gonna do it. That was a warning shot, <laughs> Duquesne. <laughs> uh, cool stuff. Is that your turn? Uh, I'm going to use a bonus action to hide behind some, like, barrels or something. On yeah, the yeah, there's absolutely, there's some, like, yeah. You've got shop fronts around you. They're all boarded up, but you can absolutely get behind barrels. And I rolled uh, a 24 stealth. Yeah, perfect. Just to let you guys know, you are you are um, standing on an awning. Uh, it's, like, it's, like, less, it's, like, six inches off the ground. So it's, like, a, you know, like how, like, a storefront would have, like, a very tiny porch mm -hmm. uh, in front of it, perhaps. Like, okay. yeah. Uh, so... Uh, and just to give you, just to paint the scene a little bit, uh, I should have done that before. Please do. And, um, and then these guys are in the street in front of you. Um, I thought we did a good job and, of painting uh, the bowling alley. <laughs> Gunners down the sides. Um, there's like a weird pizza shop off to the side. Um, I don't know if that's like just a Winnipeg thing or if no, they all have that. sell pizza. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Of course. Oh, yeah, I that's, my, that's so. my turn. That's my turn. Okay, great. Um, all right, well, that is uh, one batch of guards' turns. Uh, these guards stand up, and um, they they don't look super happy. Uh, obviously, they've been bowled over. They're brushing themselves off. Like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, and they're looking. So uh, I guess, Anus, you're close to these guys, right? Uh, that's right. Yeah, so they're they're gonna they're gonna go for you with their spears. So they're coming at you with some serious spear attacks here. The first jab they take at you misses. Uh, and the second jab they take at you, you s your AC is 20, and this is going to hit. So the second jab with the spear, boom, just gets like right underneath your armor. Um, I'm getting to use all these fancy new dice that you guys got me. Um, listeners, uh, the lovely cast, uh, I think because of season one being done or just to be nice to me and make me feel good, gave me these like really fancy dice uh, that are like, they're made of stone, right? So yeah, nice. they're Labradorite to be particular. They're Labradorite. Yeah. Yeah. From nice. from should we plug this place? Is it's that like a, worth it? It's this? a Labradorite standard poodle mix. So <laughs> <laughs> Should we plug this place? Uh, yes, sure. I think we should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well they are paying us, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me looking at ad copy, should we? Uh they're not uh, folks, just to be yeah. clear. But no, they, they could pay us. But they could. They could pay us and yeah. it would be nice. Uh yeah, you you are wizards, right? Uh, so what is the website just you are wizards.com? Uh you as in the letter U, not the word U, yes. Yeah. You yeah, as like, in uh, the letter U, R as in the letter R wizards. As, as in wizards. wizards. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank so Kevin out. for doing all this work. We got him a Casper mattress. Uh, and you can get your friend one, too. If you yeah. Uh, yeah. Kevin for, uh, is uh, now like... knee-deep in stamps.com. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for all these stamps. Uh, okay, let's, well, uh, you know, you gave me these dice, so if they hurt you, it's your own fault, right? Yes. Um, it's why they're weighted. Ooh, woof. Uh, Anus, that is going to be... 13 damage. Whoa. Yeah. Holy crap. 
They don't play around. Um, Maybe we should kill. <laughs> now that we know they can kill us, let's keep fighting. <laughs> they rolled pretty well. Um, Ow. Next up, that is uh, Frank. Frank. Uh, let's talk with him. Now, now you boys, uh, you guys can give up right now. We don't have to keep doing this. What do you say? Duquesne from the ground is like, you mongrels will not get away with this. We will take him no matter what. And likes trying to sound assertive, even though he's still laying on the ground. <laughs> Just perfectly motionless on his back. <laughs> and no. I will, I'll show you, you Jerk. <laughs> now, um, are, are Cretans above or below mongrels? I'm just trying to keep track of your hierarchy here. <laughs> I don't pay enough attention to the goings-on of you scumbags. <laughs> wow, oh. that sounds bad. A lot, of, a lot of nicknames are being thrown around here. Um, I'm feeling super burnt right now. Mm -hmm. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys had your chance. Just remember, it was, it was on the table. Uh, Frank is going to pull out uh, an, a classic that he hasn't used for a long time. I forgot about it altogether. <laughs> uh, Frank is going to cast 10 feet of grease all over their area. <laughs> nice. uh, so the ones oh, that are no. the ones that are standing have to do a deck save. Otherwise, they fall prone. Half of them are laying down. You're just pouring grease on these these guys. Who are the laying guys down. who are already on the ground are gonna like shoot into the wall and just slide down. <laughs> oh! Like a, a five foot wide strip of floorboards just yeah, gets lacquered he's... beautifully. <laughs> yeah, he's making he's making a real bowling alley yeah. out of the streets here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So so ten feet. Deck uh, saves. You said. Uh, the the standing ones and. Yeah, yes. if they try to get up, they can get up fine. But if they move from that spot, then another deck right. save. Otherwise prone. What was the DC? It's 12. 12? Well, they rolled a 7. Well, they rolled a 6 and got a plus 1, so they rolled a yeah. 7. Uh, so that didn't work. Um, so they fall again. So you see these guards that just got up, stabbed a noose. They missed once, then they stabbed him and, and got under his armor. And they're like, yeah! And then they just all fucking fall again. <laughs> Does a noose uh, fall too? I uh, know. I made the ten feet right uh, up at your feet, so you are outside that. McGinty's uh. like aiming another perfect shot, and they go prone again. And he's like, "Come on!" <laughs> <laughs> what does it actually look like when Frank casts grease? Uh, so Frank kind of goes down on one knee. He, he licks his finger to like test the direction of the <laughs> air, and then he puts his hands together and he does that like that farting sound and oh, magic like squish. Yeah, and the magical grease sure. just like starts squeezing out. Oh, oh yeah. launching at their area. So yeah. unpleasant. Visceral, just incredibly oh. unpleasant. So yeah. unpleasant. Oh, my God. It has like a, squee like a squealing sound at like the rate it's coming out. Yeah, it it looks like you had it in your hand already, and you're just <laughs> yeah. using that noise to like squirt it. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, I am reevaluating my perspective of you because you came up with yeah. it. Like, <laughs> this is... Uh... This man really? believes the children are the future. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So He's Frank goes down and squeezes some grease out of his palms onto the everyone, uh, all, all the guards. Uh, that was a really upsetting thought. And, um, and and so the guys who just got up and, and McGinty was aiming at fall. Is that your turn, Frank? Oh, yeah. Frank's happy with that. Frank is happy with that. Of course he is. Now it's the other batch of guards' turn to do something. Um, 
if so if they try to get up in this they're gonna have to make deck saving throws is getting up is fine uh it's getting up and then trying to move out of that spot so if they're moving in greece uh I see. that's the deck it's attacking from it fine then if they don't move then that's fine yeah okay good they're gonna take another stab at our boy a noose Ooh. also i forgot to add if they end their turn on the grease they have to make a deck save as well oh nice uh i just read that because i wanted that's to double important. check that's important yeah, it's gonna be hilarious, guys. This whole thing. <laughs> the first two spears come at you, they miss. I'm like, imagine each of these attacks is being made with two spears, I guess, yeah. um, to to understand exactly how this is working. And their second attack also misses, so they both uh, they both miss. Um, and they're gonna try and shuffle their way out of the grease, I guess. Um, uh, so they're gonna they're gonna try to use the rest of their movement to get out of the grease, uh, and they'll have to roll a deck save. You said, right, Luke? Oh. So if they're leaving out of it, they don't actually have to do desk save. Oh, okay. So that makes uh, it all right. less fun. <laughs> they leave the grease. Uh, they walk out of it, and they're kind of like wiping it off of themselves and like, oh, what the fuck? And all pissed off. And now, Anus, uh, it is your turn. Oh, great. Um, so Anus is going to turn away from his sort of fallen, humiliated foes and turn <laughs> towards the public. Uh, he knows that... These are the people who now run things. It's a revolution has taken place. So Anus will sort of say, My friends, we do not have to obey the old laws. The world has changed. Do you want us to go to prison or do you want us to go free? We are building a new society for the people and Lorenzo Pyre will bring us there. And he's going to do a persuasion check to try to get the public excited enough to help us get out of this situation. Uh, I we, love it. We should have, like, taken one of the Goldforth's heads or something. <laughs> right, that would have really... What if we had a team member that keeps dead stuff on their person all the time? <laughs> that, that that might help. Uh, Anus, roll me a persuasion check. Um, I'm going to let you guys know there's, like, a fair amount of people here. They're watching the fight go on. They don't really love Duquesne. So I'll tell you that the DC is going to be 15 because it's not incredibly, incredibly, incredibly difficult, but it is still weird. And what did you get? I got a 21, baby. Well, yeah. fuck me sideways. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, so the you hear the crowd like roars and it's like, yeah, yeah. And like even even like now and then, like you'll see like a tomato flies out and hits, hits Duquesne. They really don't like the guy. So the public is totally on your side. Um, are you going to do anything else beyond just persuading them? That what yeah. I think I want to invite them in, like, like come, like, let's overwhelm these guards. Let's, like... Oh, sure. Yeah, like, come help sure. us so we can go move on and go to the next area we need to go to. Yeah, let me it. roll a D6 to see how many uh, of the of the, the, the bystanders kind of decide to, like, jump in and see if they can help restrain. I'll say that if you guys uh, get... I'll, uh, we'll see. Let me just see how many of them that comes in first here. You got four. So four four people come in. They come they uh they, they walk into the space. They walk into the grease. Some of them start slipping and falling, but they're they're trying to like hold down the guards. Nice. Uh and and so what this means is that I'm going to make the guards roll any attacks with disadvantage, anything like that on you guys. And if you guys try to disengage or anything like that, you absolutely can, but that's the state they're in right now. So you can see like these four people are sort of like uh, fighting some of the guards and things like that. Duquesne has still kind of been like left a little on his own because there's not quite enough people to like hold down everybody and distract everybody.
everybody. But he's still on the ground covered in grease because he hasn't even had a chance to get up yet. Um, is that your turn there, Anus? I think I'm going to attempt to, like, move towards Alador in the chaos and, like, maybe invite the group to, like, if we can escape from this conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, So I'm going to sure. move, move towards him. <laughs> What's up, Tash? I want to do something. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to commit murder, don't you? <laughs> not not uh, um, You might you might get your chance still. <laughs> yeah. So Anus Anus starts walking away. I'm gonna see if this guy can even get up. No, he cannot. So Rael, it's up to you. Okay. So a couple questions. The grease is it like? Well, okay. Duquesne is in the grease, right? That's oh, right. One, two. Is it sunny out? Yes, and I guess it's daytime, so you, you must have your parasol out. Dang. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah, I do. Okay, so what I want to do, oh, well, first I'll true unity. I'm like, okay, so we're not killing these people, just getting some clarity, right? Well, what did you right. have in mind? No, well, I, I, I yes thought, or no. Yes or no. I thought that we could effectively embarrass them, kill their egos, and then they won't be a threat to us anymore. Got it. All right, so then Riel, uh... She takes her pink parasol and then she's gonna kind of like surf on it towards Duquesne <laughs> on the grease. <laughs> Surfing on the parasol. Like Winnie the Pooh in a flood in an upside down <laughs> yeah. parasol. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're just surf on the parasol towards him. And what are you doing? She's parasoling. <laughs> Pretty good. And then as I'm gliding. I'm gonna take out uh, Felina's hands that are still juicy and oh like bitch God. slap them across the face. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking so Christ. So disturbing. Um, the grease is now okay, fine. No one cares so, about the grease anymore. <laughs> so uh, to, do the, to do the sliding on the grease, I'm gonna need you to give me an acrobatics check. Um, yeah, give me an acrobatics check. Uh, Rael, could I request that as you slide, you squeeze the hands together to make the farting noise? <laughs> yes. You squeeze Felina's severed hands together to right. make the farting yep. noise? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, hey. those things are really coming in handy. Yeah. Oh, hey. so oh that was not a, meant to be true. Yeah. Acrobatics, oh I got God. 14. Uh, yeah, that'll work. So, um... <laughs> You slide along this grease. You, you, you uh, I guess, m- give me an unarmed attack. Uh, on, uh, armed K. attack? Uh, I, I mean, a hand attack. Funny, I think you mean hand uh, attack. Uh, hand yeah. to hand. This would be like an improvised weapon. Yeah. And and also yeah. like remember, I have two weapon fighting, so I'm gonna smack them with both hands. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember All that. Right. Roll uh, a d20 with advantage. Uh, see if you hit him. 21 to hit. 21 does it. 21. Boom. Smack him once. Uh, you might as well just roll to see if the other one hits, and then we can roll your damage together. So this is lethal. This is lethal, right? <laughs> <laughs> she, she kills 100%. him with two slaps. And then the second uh, hit would be 20. Yep, both hit. So uh, Killed by damage. Felina's own hands. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. We could frame her so easily. We have her <laughs> fingerprints. <laughs> Six no. damage total. Six damage total. Boom. And then I leave. There's two like red hand marks on each side of his face, and then I kick him in the groin to push away. <laughs> ah, nice. Oh, <laughs> you scallywag! He says as you slide away. 
Um, this guy's <laughs> leg, like his insults are like middle school level. He's I gotten, don't know. I don't know. I think he's got a good grasp of vocabulary. I'm impressed. Uh, <laughs> like, he's Alador, got a Al- in his back pocket. <laughs> Alador's like, we're just going to leave this, yes? We don't need to, to engage this man any further? I think so. Um, I think he's learned his lesson. Sure, sure. Um, Alador like looks at him and kind of gives him the finger, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and it's like... Go to hell, Duquesne. <laughs> Till I see you again. And um, hell doesn't exist here, so they do, don't understand. What it, would it be my turn life. next? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Can I do one are, more thing before yeah. we leave? Absolutely, absolutely. Can we say there's like a big garbage cart or something with like sure, rotten absolutely. cabbage and refuse? And I just want to like shoot out one of the yeah, wheels from, so that it dumps It's near the pizza place. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> right, because the pizza place is near them at the bowling alley, there is this like refuse cart that they were loading up to just get rid of. It's got all it's of just sorts crusts. of shit. It's all crusts. So, so you're going to shoot something at it. Um, old bowling uh, balls that they don't <laughs> use anymore. Cracked <laughs> bowling balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, you, McGinty, I'm not even going to make you roll for it. You shoot an arrow at it. You just okay, you sick. hit the I'll wheel. Take that. It pops the wheel. McGinty's a marksman. He can do this like every now and then. I'm going to, and, and like honestly, I want to see this guy. I rolled, shit, so. I rolled a 16 just for, yeah, well, so. yeah, there you go. I was going to make your DC. <laughs> well, even if it was a nat one, something funny could have happened. Yeah, there you go. Um, but instead, they're just going to be covered in garbage, Great. which isn't funny at all. Um, it's like that so, Back yeah. to the Future scene, right, where he's skateboarding. Yeah, yeah of course, of yeah. course. For some reason, one of the guards has somehow ended up upside down in the thing, and his <laughs> legs are kicking out. Um, and uh, and you guys all kind of walk away and, and go back towards the cart um, where Christmas Day is there, uh, uh, sitting on top of it. Kind of oh, for you guys. Yeah. If that guy's the head of the watch, I'd, I'd hate to see the new recruits. <laughs> uh, I just want to say I really enjoyed that encounter. I think we should try to do that every time. Pull <laughs> like, the man over, slapped him in the face. You just like there's, embarrassed the living shit out of this still, guy. Like, there's still like bystanders like stomping on them. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see the crowd is growing. Like as you guys leave, like more and more people are coming out and just kicking the shit out of these guys. Uh, what do we see? The evil baby doing at this time? Uh, the evil baby was like streets and streets away, yeah. so you don't know. He's okay. up to okay. all kinds of machinations that I'm not going to tell you. When we saw uh, him, we like looked away for a split second and he was gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Another a cart went in front of him and, and he was just gone. And, he <laughs> and then we cut to the behind the cart and the baby's clinging to the back. <laughs> the mom is like screaming, where's my baby? <laughs> yeah, it's really sad because it's not an evil kid. It just grabbed onto the cart. <laughs> you guys, you guys are uh, back at the carriage, and Alador says to you, um, "I want to uh, head down to Lower Rock and uh, deal with uh, the things over there." However, I am a little worried about um, what sort of other forces we may encounter. We need to get word out to the people of Lower Rock, and that is where I will go. Would you like to accompany me there? Yeah. Yes, I, I would like to help those most in need. I think it's important that our services are brought there. Sure, sure, sure. Thank you. I think if we uh, can uh, display our power and strength the way we did just now, people will be like, those guys are strong and we can trust them. I, I have heard that they don't have bowling alleys in Lower Rock, just back alleys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, It's only five get... pin down there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get in the, uh, in the carriage and Christmas uh, starts driving you guys. <laughs> 
but, I want to uh, talk to Alador. Yeah, sure. By all means, you guys are going to the city. Um, hey, Alador. Um, just thinking. Uh, we were shopping just now, and I realized that none of us could really afford anything. And seeing how we just basically emancipated an entire metropolis, how about some sort of per diem or monetary compensation? You want uh, money as being a part of the people's revolution. Yes, well, I just mean we, we need, payload. like, money to take care of, like, groceries and poison. Sure. is going to cut in and <laughs> no. say, please donate whatever you would have given to me to the people in need. I can, I can take, I can take Anusa's share. I just, I know you are well funded, and I just think if we had some sort of daily allowance, it might help us yes, to yes. buy you know, I, stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I understand. I think, um, you know, it is not um, formal sort of pay structures and things like that are not exactly how uh, I typically operate. He says to you, and he's like, um, I sort of take what I need when I need it and as he's saying that he sort of reaches his hand out the window and grabs like a, a fruit from a cart and uh, huh. and keeps going and like eating it. Did you need um, that pear or is that just like an example? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Both in fact. Uh, yes, yes. Um, and he's like, but um, you know, we can speak to Lorenzo about this if you want. Um, I'm not exactly sure how, how what uh, the plans are for the um, economics of the way our, our institution works. You know, everybody has kind of... It's been pretty volunteer-based, I guess, is what he's saying. Well, I mean, surely um, your bandits, like, split the loot and stuff, right? When, when they... Oh, yes, absolutely. And, you know, like, when we sent you into Tordos Hole to grab loot, you got... Uh, you What you took was yours, except for the locket. So, I believe... Um, like if we're in your hideout, where you have, like, a healing potion room, we could just go in and grab a few healing potions kind of thing? If there was a healing potion room in the hideout and you wanted to go in there and take the healing potions, yes, I suppose you could do that. I, I think I understand. We've transitioned from a feudal economic system into a finder's keepers model. Ah, sure. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it other than, you know, I, it's just this is not my forte is all. Is all right. You? We'll talk to Lorenzo. Uh, this yeah. is above your pay grade. Uh, I, you know, I, I, yes. I, I mean, do you need, is there anything I can get for you that you don't have right now? Oh, uh, should did we leave Walter behind again? Oh no! <laughs> uh, Walt, Walter, Walter had intended to go uh, his own way. Uh, and you, you see, you see, Alador's like, "That's just fine. Walter will find his way back. To, we have to go to Lower Rock. He was not coming with us to Lower Rock." Oh, yeah. I felt, I felt real bad for a moment there. I, I do <laughs> think it would be helpful if somebody other than me had a way of healing the group. So we, we would appreciate some, some tools of that variety if you have access to them. Yes, yes, you know. If only someone had found an amulet that would heal you throughout your Right, battles. never mind. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing is, for some of us, it's kind of hard to use that amulet. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. why. When, you, you when, you're, when you're bleeding you out on the verge of death, it's not the easiest time to think of a rhyming couplet, it turns out. <laughs> right, of course. So you think you think you want to, you know, you must have to do some sort of, like, very difficult physical challenge or something to get the healing points, yes? It must be very hard. <laughs> it's like, uh, Just it's forget hard. I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we're here! McGinty <laughs> uh, uh, does it in the brain to Rael, <laughs> and he says... Uh, what Sorry, a phrase. Uh, we'll, we'll get what you money. Phrase. We'll get you money for that love potion soon. 
like uh, uh, out loud. I don't, what, what, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then she turns to Frank. It's like, Frank, did you tell him? And Frank, uh, again, uh, out loud, I didn't tell anyone anything. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 Eleanor's like, what? Um, Anus just says, Rael is in love with Lorenzo. <laughs> <laughs> Rael slaps Anus with Polina's hand. <laughs> All right, uh, roll, for, roll for attack. <laughs> What, I try to dodge him? it. Oh shit! Yeah, all right, all right. Let's those see. are, those are plus. Those are that's a plus one hand weapon. Yes. <laughs> roll, roll to see if you hit him. All right, okay. Ooh, twenty four. That does hit me. Yep. Holy shit! You just fucking whip him pretty hard in the face with the hand. Roll for damage. <laughs> you you kill a new story. This is your chance to use that healing amulet, huh? Uh, uh, so five. Oh my <laughs> damn. god! What the hell? <laughs> so Anus's nose just starts pouring blood. <laughs> oh, Alador's like, uh, oh my uh, god! Don't uh, worry, um, we we do this kind of thing all the time. Uh, it's fine. What is Use the chain of regain. Use the Ow. chain of regain. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> are, are you okay, young man? I yeah, I think uh, I just oh need something to clog this up, and he um. He looks around for anything he can plug it with. Uh, Al- Alador sort of like uh, rips off a piece of his uh, tunic and gives it to Anus. And uh, uh, it's like, here you go. Um, Thank I, you. I it reveals a rice tattoo where he ripped it from. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does not, by the way. Uh, and um this is like and, the only uh, podcast where we're railroading the dm yeah <laughs> you guys have railroaded me into so many rices uh, rice tattoos um exactly rice inherent uh, so, inherent rice inherent rice <laughs> wow elador uh says um you know I, you know, I was wondering why you were looking at that love potion so deeply. And you like, you think back rail to the fact that your face was like literally pressed against the glass. <laughs> like everybody, everybody saw you. They all know you wanted the love potion. No one is surprised. Um, uh, it wasn't subtle at all. And he's like, um, but uh, you know, Lorenzo is a good man. He's a good man. And he sort of like smiles a little and uh, looks forward. And the, and the carriage sort of comes to a halt. And um, you guys are... Uh, you guys, you guys get out, and there's not really like a ton of stuff around. This area of the city is a little bit more um, sparse in terms of the dwellings and the things like that. There's, um, uh, there's just less people around that you can see. There's less dwellings around, but you get the sense that the dwellings that are there house quite a lot of people. There's a lot of people living in each of these small little spaces um, and in these small little homes scattered throughout. And there's, there's actually um, where you guys have stopped, uh, just maybe about. 30 feet up the road, there is a well at the end of the road. The road kind of comes to an end, and there's a well. And you see Alador says to you, this is an interesting experience for me. Um, this area of the city, where what you don't know is I used to spend a lot of time smuggling here in Rock before I made my way over to Willowhelm. And um, I used to work uh, with a group of other sort of bandits and people like myself and um, we had some disagreements and we left um, but we used to use we used to use this well to communicate as sort of a secret uh, way of getting to each other I haven't been here for a long time you see the well is often watched by members of this 
group and um, I'm not exactly sure how my old partner would feel about me trying to reconnect. I am a worried little. His name is Hargrave um, and he is the leader of a group of bandits known as the Vestige. McGinty's um, gonna telepathically communicate to everyone. Brother, it's gonna be his brother. I bet. I bet this is his brother. <laughs> well, he can't communicate. He's got no teeth. He's got no ears. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's so worried about reaching out, because he did a lot of bad stuff to the guy. Should we get him um, a, love, a love potion, too? I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he's like, um, you know, if anybody can get word out to the people of Lower Rock, it is Hargrave. I just... Um, well, and sort of uh, as he's sort of saying this, from from the carriage he produces a small bag, and out of the bag he pulls out a uh, a small clay statue. Uh, it's this like two foot clay figurine, and it's of a jester. It looks like a wow. Hargrave jester. is tiny. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is not uh, a depiction of my friend Hargrave. It is, um, it is a bit more sentimental. It is the first thing that he and I stole together. You know, we were. We were partners. We stole it from a merchant's cart near the Elder Rock Keep about, oh, I don't know, 30 odd years ago. And he's like sort of looking at it fondly. And he's like, I think if um, if we can get this into one of the secret compartments inside of this well, then perhaps maybe Hargrave will know that I am trying to communicate to him. Uh, there is a very specific way he and I used to let each other know that something was wrong. Um, I would put three golden rings in top of the compartments at the well. There are three secret compartments at the top of the well. And I would put a golden ring in each of those. And then some sort of note with information uh, in a lower compartment inside of the well in case anybody who wasn't supposed to find it was looking at the top. Um, but I don't think he trusts me very much anymore. So I'm hoping that this, and he holds the, the, the statue again, will show some form of... Um, some form of connection between the two of us. Are you concerned at all that it might seem like a joke? Uh, you know, a jester, if he find is he going to take that seriously? Anusa's head is tilted back with the yeah. claws. <laughs> um, well, I hope he would remember fondly, you know, we used to, um, we used to talk often about this, the silent jester figurine that, that we have, um, I, I sort Would of you call that a mime or just a silent jester? <laughs> I was thinking that exact thing. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what is a mime? A mime? He doesn't know what a mime is. It, it doesn't matter. There's, there's one, there's one that tries to busk in front of my bakery sometimes, and he just drives away all the customers, and I can't stand oh, that guy. Is that the man who looks like he has a ladder, but he does not have one? Yes. Yeah. It's ah, that guy. Yes. 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 He is very sad. Yeah. Um, That's, that is true. <laughs> he says He says to you guys, uh, the way we used to communicate is we would put, put these rings up there, put the note down there, and there's a shop outside of the well. No one runs it or anything like that. It is known as a ruby shop. It's abandoned. There are clay pots outside. Make sure that you only smash one of the three clay pots outside. That will mean that 
the vestige note to check the well and see if someone has been there. This is an incredibly <laughs> no complex <kidding>. code. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you tried just the note? <laughs> he's he's like, uh, if he found he's... two gold rings and the note, do you think it yeah, would? That, that means you guys want to go on a lunch date or something, right? So as as Eleanor says that to you, he puts the statue down. Out of his pocket, he produces three gold rings. Um, and he sort of holds them out for one of you to take and says, I cannot go near this well without arousing some sort of, I'm worried about getting up into a more of an altercation. You can see how the city is feeling these days. Um, if you if you could go to the well, put these three rings in the top compartments and then put the statue with this note and he like uh, pulls out a note in the bottom compartment, then we should be fine. And break one paw. <laughs> Oh, yes, of course. Don't forget to break the pot. If you don't break the pot, it will not work. They will not come look at it. They won't see that I was here. So sometimes pots have jewels in them. Could I'd like to break all of them just to make sure. <laughs> if you break all of them, it will be bad. You okay. can't break all of them. Okay. Uh, you break they, all they, the pots, they, I'll cut all the grass in that guy's lawn, and we'll see <laughs> what we can shake up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You might find a link to something you are looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Out of curiosity, what does breaking three pots mean? When I was a member of um, the Vestige, we meant one pot was that there was something wrong and we needed to communicate immediately. Two pots was um, <laughs> that there was something dropped off uh, to be picked up and uh, that, that, you know, it was a secret to come and retrieve the secret thing. Or the third pot being broken meant that, um, uh, that there was an emergency and someone... Well, I can't exactly explain what three pots means. Okay, so, just so sort of a if, if I'm in trouble, I can just break three pots and be like, these guys are probably going to help me out, maybe. I don't think that is the right uh, way to assume how things will go. Is it possible the reason that this area is so poor is that you have no respect for your resources? You just <laughs> smash them left and right to communicate? Yeah, like, is there somebody restocking with fresh, unbroken pots every day? <laughs> yes, uh, one of the other one of the other important parts of um, the way that the vestige works is that there is a, a uh, they have to get resources to keep their kiln going, um, so they can fire all the pots. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the gold rings at the top. That sounded easy. And Anus kind of grabs for them and makes his way over to the well. Rael, you're you're pretty spry as am I. Would you like to take the jester and the note down to the bottom of the well? Sure, I, but I do have one question about the pots again. So, if, if you <laughs> oh yeah, I have several more How questions will as you well. Know which one to break? Like, is it the uh, one on the left? Is, like, how do you know? You, there is not a okay. order. You just break one. I have a question though. What if two things are wrong? So you break one pot twice. <laughs> now. He's gonna think right because you break a pot if something's wrong. But if you break two pots because two things are wrong then he's gonna think that it's the second meaning no it's not it doesn't stack like that right you don't okay. know what if you accidentally break a second pot and you, then you have to find a new pot and swap That's it right. out that is true. Don't break it. Don't accidentally break another pot. Does, what, what if, if we you added a pot in the well? What if there are four unbroken pots? Does that does mean things are great? Does the amount then of damage changed. mean something? So, like, if you just crack it a little bit, does that considered broken or no? 
I, I, when, whenever we would do this thing, the pot was shattered or it was not shattered. So I don't, I don't, I, maybe the cracked ones are considered whole. Okay, so, so you, you can't know. just chip it. Okay. <laughs> there is a world where I believe you are overthinking what you I are I gotta doing. be honest. Uh, uh, I gotta uh, be uh, honest, Alador. One of those looks more like a vase than a pot to me. <laughs> Right. I think that might be your eyesight, my old Guys, friend. I think, I think we've heard enough. Let's go do the task. Three, two, one, break. We all break apart. <laughs> no, God, where are you all going? Elador's like trying to uh, like herd you guys back towards the thing. Um, this is just like our, our, first, of... our first huddle in the flaming village, yeah. flaming town. Yeah. Right. Uh, you guys, so, so you guys uh, make your way towards it. It's... um. It's kind of just in this like small little clearing. Essentially, this well, as you approach it, it's got um, these five uh, iron rings on the outside on the ground. There's a small stone platform around the base of it that's only, again, about six inches off the ground. Um, and then there's about a three foot high uh, around the well, sort of a circle uh, of stone. Uh, you know, these small dark stones. These iron rings, these five iron rings that are in a circle around it have uh, ropes running through them and tied to them so they're anchored to the ground and uh those ropes are all attached to buckets um that you can toss over the edge of the well obviously to grab the water there's a sheath of leather around all the ropes uh to prevent them from fraying on the edge of the top of the stone and um the well is about eight feet in diameter 65 feet deep about 35 feet to the surface of the water and um, the rope is about uh, 60 feet long. Each of the ropes is about 60 feet long. You see just opposite the road from you guys is this like defunct store. Um, there's a storefront. There's almost like really, uh, it looks like just pretty run down. Um, you don't, it doesn't look like anybody's really been there. There's like some cobwebs and just like dust all over the place. But on the ledge, there are in much better condition, three clay pots uh, sitting there. Can I see anything when I look down the well? I... Absolutely. So because Alador gave you gave you an idea of what exactly it is that you're looking for, um, I'll let you roll this uh, with advantage, but please roll me a perception check. In fact, if you all want to look in the well, yeah. you can. Uh, yeah, um, you can all roll me perception checks with advantage um, to see stuff. So I have dark vision, so just want to put that out there, just in case I see anything else. <laughs> I do too. I got an 18. 16 for Frank. 16 for Rael as well. McGinty got a 3 and a 4. <laughs> as you guys are all looking around, those of you that got a 16 or higher, so that would be everybody but McGinty, um, feels, and you realize that there are three panels on the top of the uh, top of the well that uh, that can actually come off, like this top of the stones uh, actually can pop off, uh, or the side of them rather, and um, they, they, you notice when you pull them off, there's like almost like a leather gasket on the side of the lid, um, and and that the lid is actually chained into the to the back of the compartment so as to prevent it from falling into the water or something like that and inside there's there doesn't actually appear to be anything inside of any of these compartments that are they're just empty right now um so yeah do they look um are there any like dust or buildup of webs or anything on or do they look like freshly used uh, looks, yeah, I would say maybe not freshly used, but it doesn't look like it hasn't been touched in a long time. It looks like it's been used with some regularity to some degree recently. It's possible that that could also just be the well being used, right? Like, 
because these are stones at the very top of it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Anus is just going to try to open them and put the three gold rings inside the compartments there. Sure thing, sure thing. So you go ahead, you pop those rings in, they go in. Do you close them back up? Uh, yes. Sure, seals them back up, easy peasy. Um, and access, and oh, as I'm doing that, one drop of nose blood falls into the well, and I wait, oh, no. I wait to hear a splash. <laughs> yeah, you just hear one like, um, rail with you your fool. dark vision. <laughs> rail, rail with your dark vision. You, you would, um, you would probably notice. It looks like the compartment that Alador had mentioned, being lower down in the well, seems to exist. Uh, and it seems to like, okay. like what I mean is that like there looks like there's, there's some marks around like a piece of stone down at the like closer to the water, but it's tough to see. Okay. Uh, from where you are exactly. Uh, well, so, yeah, it looks I'm like it's... going to cast dancing lights then to see if I, I can make it more visible and to That's see if there's anything right. living in the water too. <clears throat> sure, sir. Sure. Nice. So you cast your dancing lights. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any creatures that you can see down in the water or anything like okay. that. It looks like the refraction is, is there. Um, uh, but it looks like about 25 feet down, about 10 feet above the water, you can see some markings on the outside of what appear to be like a larger kind of compartment that would maybe pop off in a similar way to these like smaller ones have but it looks a little bigger like you might be able to fit a human in there for example mm. Mm. Cool. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay who's got rope <laughs> There's, yeah. there's, ropes. there's like literally right. five, five ropes but I don't, Do we want to use our own? Because we know I it's think I want to good. use one of our own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Magitti will tie off his his uh, fancy silk rope to one of the rings. Braille will tie it around her waist. Um, and then she turns to Frank and then she very carefully hands him both of Felina's hands and the dead imp. It's like, hold on to these for me, please. They can't get wet. <laughs> I assume that Frankie like, has his hands up and he feels Felina's fingers first. Uh, <laughs> he Frank for a brief second thinks he's gotten a handshake. Yeah, he's so happy. <laughs> Frank is like uh, ecstatic about that. I want to um, ready an action. I just want to aim my crossbow, and if anything jumps out at Rael from that human-sized compartment, I want to shoot it. Okay, sure. So McGinty's got his crossbow yeah. pointed down at the at the well. Okay. It doesn't um, seem standard issue for wells. <laughs> Outbursts Hargrave. I'm here to love again. <laughs> you said it was 25 feet down? That's correct. Okay. Okay. Well, then I'll climb down the rope. Sure. Um, and then when I get to the mouth, can I like gingerly look or just peek around the edge and then cast dancing lights again? Oh Actually, yeah, sir. So if we're gonna, so you're just doing this at the top still. So we're gonna say that your dancing lights is still going. Okay. So then I'll just like yeah. shimmy down that and like see if I can take okay. a peek, and then sure, I'll so move the dancing peek. lights into the human cubby. Okay. So I need to get, uh, I need an athletics or acrobatics check to uh, like descend or hang down on the rope. Okay. A twelve. Twelve. Okay, mm-hmm. that's gonna do it. And then I'm just gonna get you to uh, make me a uh, same same kind of check to see if you can actually access or interface with this door here and get it get it open. Mm, all right. Oh, that'll be 18. 18, 18 does it. So yeah, nice. you you kind of feel around the edges of this. You pop it off. It's like a bigger version of the other compartment that you opened before. Um, it's like a two foot square panel covered um, covered with like 
these stones and as you pop it off uh you look like you could just like you could just almost like if you were going to try and slide in there and like uh like lay down like in prone position you could do that like it looks like almost like a hiding space for a person <laughs> um, okay there's, anyway. there's there's still a uh, another like on, on the back of this thing there's also a, a chain holding it in to the rest in case you needed to pull it back and close it on yourself with like a handle um if you were trying to hide or something like that mm. so you get the sense that like this is like a hideaway compartment for someone if they were hiding from authorities, hiding from somebody else. Um, Things Mm. like that. But I'm not, Uh, so... You gonna put the statue in there with the note? Yes. Okay, so you pop the statue with the note inside of this this place. I want to telepathically message and go, see if there's any, like, a secret compartment in the cubbyhole. Oh. And Frank's gonna Frank's gonna tack onto that. Uh, Also see, are there there tiny bones or any claw marks on that wall? (laughs) All right. (laughs) If there are, should I grab them for you? I mean, like, I'll grab one for me, but... I don't know what you two are talking about, but... (laughs) Okay, anyway, I'll do a perception check to see if there's anything in the cubbyhole. Sure, Uh, roll me a perception check. Oh, God. It's a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. There's a fully a person in there, but she can't see it. Tash rolled a natural one and then dropped her phone. <laughs> Beautiful. I think with a natural one, you're spending such a hard time looking at it that it's starting to like fray the rope on the sides at the top there because you guys didn't use one of the ones that's covered with a leather thing to not get frayed at the top. Let me just roll here to see how it goes. Yeah, you're fine. Um, but uh, as this is happening and as you are down there, uh, well, I just mean that like the rope hasn't like snapped or anything. It's just like very small okay, amount of wear. Okay, it wasn't very okay. It's no, nothing nothing worth, uh, It did, I didn't roll high enough for and it to be a Silk. It's not hemp. I bought. I bought the second most expensive. Yeah, exactly. Rope. He didn't. He didn't go. He didn't cheap out. Yeah. Yeah. As you guys are doing that, a farmer. Uh, a farmer walks up with his with a horse, and sees like these three people standing along a well. One guy with like a crossbow aimed down it, and it's like, um, uh, uh, I just need some water. Could you guys excuse me? I just need to. Uh, sea serpent. We got a sea serpent down there. You're gonna have to find another well, sir. There's a sea serpent yeah. in a well? Yep. But this is the only well for, for wait, the whole wait, area of the... Really? What? Really? There's a sea serpent? Oh, no. I'm going to telepathically... <laughs> I'm lying to this guy, folks. <laughs> um, oh. um, yes, give us give uh, us ten minutes, and uh, we well inspectors should have it all cleaned up. Oh, oh okay. Um... Uh, all right. And he just kind of like stands there with the horse kind of like waiting, um, uh, waiting for you guys. Do to you finish. want me to make a deception roll or anything? <laughs> or is this guy uh, just going to buy it? <laughs> I, I think I think he's pretty like, I think he's pretty gullible. I think he like, he. I don't think he, it seems official. He's just here to like do this thing. So I don't think you need to, tr- like, he's like, all right, cool. I believe you. He's just standing there. As um, long as he can't see down into the well, I think that's fine. Right? No, he can't. He's just like. Uh, he's just standing there watching you guys waiting his turn. Um, yeah, sure. I think um, Anus is gonna unity to everybody. I'm going to create a distraction. And then he uh, walks over uh, to the pots and says, time to smoke some pot. And then he falls really hard into a pot, shattering it with his body. And makes a big show of it, like he's tripped and collapsed into a pot. But he says that after saying that one-liner? Correct. I'm going to get you to do a performance check and I'm going to get you to do something else. So do a performance check to see how convincing your fall is. 
It is a dirty 20. Dirty 20, it looks damn real. Oh my god, and are you now, okay? <laughs> What's going on from the well? I need oh, you to roll me uh, a dexterity check. Just a dexterity okay. check. It's a DC 15. If, yeah. uh, if, you, if you don't hit it, then we'll say that more, I'm going to roll to see how many other pots break. Oh no. God. Oops. I don't have great dexterity. Uh, 11. 11. Okay, so we will roll here. Um, essentially, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to roll uh, a d20. If it's above 10, then two other ones break. And if it's below 10, then only one other one breaks. Okay? You got a 13. That means that all the pots are broken. So Anus <laughs> convincingly falls, so convincingly, that he smashes ah! all three of the pots. <laughs> is covered in his own blood and, like, shards of... Cer mason jars or whatever these things are. Ceramic. Like, ceramic is sticking out of his. I'm gonna yeah. message uh, Rael. Um, did you put the, the the stuff in that cubby hole? If you did, I'll, I'll pull you back up. Uh, she fumbles around and puts it in there and it's like, done. What happened? <laughs> and Anus is calling for help to sort of get the farmer's attention. Help, I, I've fallen. I'm not sure. I yeah, the smoked farmer. some pots. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Anus, uh, your performance your performance was so convincing that it like roused the guy's horse because of how loud it was when you smashed into the thing. So he's like trying to calm the horse down. He's like trying to like walk over to you and make sure you're okay. He's like, oh, is everything all right? Oh, I saw you fall there. Um, uh, and Bumble's kind of over. Um, Frank, you go help Anus. I'll deal with this sea serpent. <laughs> uh, Frank goes up to Anus and goes, uh, don't worry, I'm a, I'm a doctor of sorts. Uh, and he's going to just do a, a medicine check on your body. See, see how much, uh, how good or bad it is. 15 medicine. going to try to start pulling out some of the ceramic shards out of his flesh. <laughs> Magenta, you've pulled Rael up? Over, sure, yeah. Over, sure. Yeah. Okay, sir, so you pull it up and, and you see the farmer sees Rael come out of it and is like, ah, sea serpent! No, he, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, she's domesticated. It's fine. Oh, can she disguise self into a sea serpent? Oh, my <laughs> oh we got a live one. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! He's like uh, so terrified. He's like, I'll I'll get water elsewhere. We gotta move. I can't. Oh, he like jumps on the horse. He like rides off. He's super afraid. Tell your um, friends that well, if you need other wells inspected. The sea serpent hands out a button that says I'm running for mayor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what's next, y'all? We broke all the pots, so like well, we could my, just... Guess we gotta go my, get five My pots. performance didn't even really distract him, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking like, maybe we just wait here until someone comes to check and we just tell them what's going on. This whole system is convoluted no, and dumb. No, Let's find two <laughs> new pots God. to replace the ones we broke. What? What? That's I, the just, rule. I, I agree with that. That's I a good point. I feel like Alador is not the most efficient communicator. I mean, we saw things didn't work out with his brother. Uh, why don't we just talk to Hargrave's person and Look, tell him we've... we're having a council meeting. If you're interested in having some more power in the city, meet us at the Rusted Gate. But he's only going to listen if he gets the very specific code that Alador spoke of. I think we need to find some pots. We have like a montage of us like running around town looking for different pots. We have to find a pot dealer, stat. 
as you guys are talking about what you're gonna do about these pots, um, from from like the decrepit shop, from either side of the shop, uh, coming around for you see two sort of humanoid figures kind of quickly step out from the shadows, uh, and at uh, at closer inspection, you realize that these 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 people are sort of like they're humanoid figures. They've got humanoid bodies, but their faces look like rats. Um, cool. And they've got these sort of like <laughs> mouseish features. And one's holding a crossbow, and one's holding a short sword. And they walk out, and they're uh, like, like they look very uh, aggressive, and um, like they're not happy that somebody just came in here. You can see they're wearing um, these sort of like black cloaks um, with uh, like a white X just over the chest. And um, everybody, please roll initiative. I just want to also uh, remind everyone, I'm still in the shape of a sea serpent with legs and arms. Great. <laughs> so in case Love I'm it. like scarier Love looking because of that. Right, yeah. I, I assume that. that those two are sea serpents trying to disguise themselves as humans, and that's what they think humans look like. So yeah. they're moving aggressively towards us? Uh, yes, yeah, okay. absolutely. Are they in some kind of, like, uh, bowling formation or anything? <laughs> yeah, it's a split, though. It's the hardest it's a, formation. Yeah, it's the, yeah, the split. <laughs> Nat 20, so 28. Ooh. Wow, right, you took that feat to be super cool. I, I did. <laughs> it's called the cool feat. <laughs> That's what Alador has. <laughs> That's why Luke is always calling him cool guy. Man, he took out a giant, just like fighting it. <laughs> 19. 19, that's pretty good as well. Uh, what about you, Anus? I got an 11. Frank. 14. So these like uh, ratmen come out from the side of these uh, side of this house and they don't look like they're here to play around. Um, McGinty, you are up first. You see these guys coming while well, you debate about your clay pots all together. So yeah. What do, do they have weapons brandished? Yes. One of them is holding a short sword and the other one is holding a hand crossbow. Um, he says, um, we have a message for Hargrave. They don't look like they even heard you. Like they, like, like they don't, they don't register. It doesn't, reg said. it doesn't trigger yeah, anything. Like they just look like creatures of, like they're just here to attack you. doesn't look like they're. Oh, it's like that. Okay. You really like those pots, huh? You're going to kill four innocent people, three innocent people and a sea serpent because of a couple of broken pots. Nothing. Yeah, they're just like they're right. they're like they're, you. You get the sense these things don't even really have personalities. They're almost like. Jeez. Um, I, like I look into their eyes and I don't like, see any humanity. Yeah, you see rat manity. <laughs> God no. Uh, McGinty hates vermin because he runs a restaurant. Of course. So he's gonna yeah. unload. He's gonna unload a couple shots at one of them. Yeah. Or one shot, but uh, they haven't acted yet. Advantage. Yep. Uh, Nineteen to hit. 19 to hit. 19 does hit. Hell yeah. 18 points of damage. Holy Ooh. fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, two, 2d6 sneak attack, 6 on the d8, plus 3. Sure. Are you firing that at the one holding the crossbow or the one holding the short sword? Uh, Short sword. Short sword. You hit him right in the X. Like, it hits him right in the chest. Nice. Ah. Pretty good. <laughs> He's like, ah, ah. Uh, pulls it out. Um, don't you mean e e e e? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's very um, cute. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. There goes the yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you shot him. Uh, that's your turn there, McGinn. I'm so going you to uh, bonus action disengage, and I'm just gonna run and crouch down behind the well. Sure thing. Sure thing. So you're gonna go 
Hide the horse is the pool. horse farmer still here? <laughs> <laughs> no, he left. He left when Grail showed up. He got scared because he saw the sea serpent. Um, so uh, that leaves the rat with the crossbow uh, standing up there. He's gonna take a shot at. Um, I am gonna roll um, this to see who he's gonna go for. Okay, he's gonna take a shot at a noose <laughs> with his crossbow. Uh, okay, so this crossbow is gonna hit you. That is seven damage. So yeah, Anus, this thing just sticks right into your armor there. Uh, A crossbow bolt lodges right in there. And next up is Rail. If I cast Speak with Animals, will will I be able to communicate with them then? You could try. I can't tell you whether or not it's going to (laughs) work. Well, fine. Okay, so I will cast Speak with Animals and see what happens. (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) She's kind of going to reiterate what McGinty said. It's like, we have a message for Hargrave. We, we mean no harm. Just tossing some, like, eeks and squeaks. <laughs> exactly. And I, yes, as a water serpent or sea serpent, and <laughs> squeak, 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 squeak. Um, also, just want to point out, we didn't mean to break all the pots. We only wanted to break one pot. Nice. <laughs> you hear, like, in response, they kind of, like, look at you, and they, 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 they're confused because they can understand you. So like they're confused that, that you can that, that you can that they can hear what you're saying. They're making squeaks because they're like unable to talk. Like they don't have the ability to communicate whatsoever, but they heard you and they're like looking at the pots, they're looking at you, they're looking at the well. Um and uh when you when you said the name Hargrave, they like stopped that was when that you first caught them stopping and they're like um and they like both look oh around my God, and they're so cute. Um, and the one the one that uh, the one that McGinty shot is like looking at the crossbow that he's like pulling out and he's like pointing at it like looking at like you can see they're kind of like trying to figure out what to do because like you hurt them but you also are saying all these things that don't like so they're they're a little confused it was self defense Um, we have a healer even though you (laughs) shot our healer but (laughs) so Rael roll me roll me a persuasion check please Sixteen? Sixteen. Barely does it. Ooh. Ooh, nice. These rats, you see these rats, they sort of like stop. Uh, they uh, put down their weapons, look at you and are like, and then shape change down into like actual rats and scurry back inside the house. Um, and then we have to have uh, a, a side story about what's happening to them inside the house now. Right. Yeah, the two... The two rats. Anus uh, is, is so touched that Rael decided to use a non-violent solution that a single tear rolls down his cheek and he wipes it away, but it's actually just blood from his nose. And yeah, he's got you, blood he him. wipes it away and accidentally triggers the nosebleed because he hit his nose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his, sept, his septum is like pretty fucked up right now. <laughs> he, bleeds, he bleeds a single drop of blood. Yeah, it's like Le Chief from Casino Royale. <laughs> Maybe a noose use, use the chain of regain? Yes, that might be a good idea. Um, <laughs> And keep your head tilted back. Yeah. Um, Anu says, um, oh, I feel kind of woozy. So using this amulet's going to be a newsy. (laughs) (laughs) And you see the amulet sort of briefly unlocks, and uh, you get to roll yourself back half your hit dice. Uh, Oh, half my hit dice. Oh, oh, wow. Great. 
Fucking bitching about the abilities of the chain of her game. <laughs> fucking talking shit on it. Oh, half my hit. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Whoa. I got a pretty bad roll, so yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's where it is. Uh, you guys heal back up. You guys want to try to fix the pots? I will let you. I will. Which which one of you wants to try to fix the pots? I'm gonna make whoever wants to roll it a do a survival check to see if they can me- like fix right. the pot. I think a noose made this mess. He's got to clean it up. So he's something. Sure. Brank also has artisan tools, which I completely oh. forgot about. Oh you hell can yeah! Make some new pots. <laughs> you know, life's funny. One day you're taking out uh, a series of evil dictators, and the next day you're trying to fix a pot. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most high stakes encounter yet, um, and I will roll. Sorry, as this is happening, um, yeah. Unchained Melody starts playing in the background <laughs> from somewhere. <laughs> uh, you, uh, the DC is going to be 13, just so you know. Okay. Fix the pause. Come on, baby. Oh, a six. Oh, no. A six. All right, so you, um, a six isn't even half a 13, so we will uh, say that that doesn't even fix one of them. Uh, the three of them remain broken. Um, it's, I mean, it's hard to fix a broken pot. This, this is realistic. It's, it's, it's true. It's not easy. <laughs> Can everyone have a shot at it? Or is yeah, let's all take Did a try. Did I ruin it so bad? Like I salted the earth, nothing will ever. Grow. <laughs> yeah, no pots uh, if you will had, ever be fixed again. If you'd rolled like a nat one, I would have said you like turned one of them to dust. But, <laughs> yeah, um, just... but because you didn't, uh, yeah, sure, someone else could take a crack I'm at it. I'm just imagining the listeners just on the edge of their seats. <laughs> <laughs> Are they gonna? do it <laughs> frank has his arson's tools so he um it's actually in my notes i have it as sculpting that he's never used whoa what Does artisan tools give you an advantage or something uh they let me use proficiency yeah uh for and the ability checks so i get nice. plus, plus two plus two cool yeah. there you go boom bring these pots back to life frank <sighs> wish i could wish i might <laughs> on this pot, a brand new light. Frank heals eight hit points. Yeah, the chain of her game glows. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't yeah, need it. I don't need it. Every time we rhyme, this thing activates. <laughs> it's always listening like Siri. Yeah. Uh, only got an eight. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, it sounded better than it looked. I was so hoping uh, that would work. Man. Can you use right. chain to regain to fix a pot? Like. <laughs> the pot can't rhyme. Uh, it's okay, pot. Else? You can have my hit points. Frank, Frank walks over, uh, tries it out. It's not going well. He hasn't turned it to dust yet. Uh, Rael, what do you got? Oh, all right, we'll try it out. God, this is tense. <laughs> oh, I only got a 14. Oh, that's what we needed. That that does it. That ah! does it. <laughs> yeah, the DC was thirteen. So yeah, Rael uh, Rael uh, uses her survival statistics. Maybe maybe there's like some some extra blood and sweat from Frank and Anus's attempts there that helps uh, create a bonding agent. You're and, welcome. Uh, <laughs> and uh, sweat and tears indeed. And you 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 form the pots back together. Um, when you guys do that, uh, and there's only one, there's only one missing. Um, just like as you guys are sort of tinkering over the pots and things like that, you hear out of the bushes some movement, and then uh, turn around to see uh, somebody standing before you. You get the sense suddenly that there is a lot of people around you, but that none of them have come out from anywhere. You just you feel very watched, and uh, 
you see uh, a gentleman step forward who has no hair. Uh, he's bald. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he's also how, like... How are his eyes doing? He's, but he's also... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's also... Exactly. He's actually he's uh, he's missing an uh, his eyebrows as well. He's 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 like hairless. Um, Appalachia? Is that what that's called? Appalachia? Um, uh, uh, Alopecia. Alopecia. Appalachia also, is a mountain range. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he looks like a mountain. He, he looks like he's a mountain. A bald he's mountain. A, he's a bald mountain. No, he also he he doesn't have alopecia. He just doesn't have hair. You see, he's like covered. Does he have a cover? Uh, he's, he's standing there. He is covered in tattoos. Um, tons and tons and tons of tattoos. And um, he, he, he steps forward and says, I hear you're looking for me. Name's Hargrave. What are you doing in my part of the town? And McGinty, you recognize a very old friend. And that's oh, where we're going oh, to shit. end our Ooh. session. Once again, folks, thank you thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to the show, as always, please make sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a fun review. We love to see that stuff. A uh, special shout-out to Liam Barry, who has started composing a little bit of music for us here and there. Please check out Liam's amazing work at liamberry.ca. That's L-I-A-M-B-E-R-R-Y.ca. You can follow us on social media pages at WWDITB and chat about the show using hashtag WWDITB. Once again, I have been your DM, Kevin. Kevin Rambaran with Natasha Durand. Squeak, squeak, squeakin', squeak, squeaker, squeak. <laughs> Jesse Bergen. Farewell, travelers. Luke Cessalon. Uh, my hands are full with a dead imp and other hands. <laughs> <laughs> and Thomas Tolls. You got a quote for me, my oh, friend? Oh, uh, yes, I do. Just give me one second. <laughs> why not, Thomas? Why? You should do it right now. I, I expect it promptly. <laughs> Um, I thought I had a second one that was better, but I don't. Um, so, uh, this quote, Get ready, folks! This quote is from four famous films. It's from Avatar, it's from Titanic, it's from The Green Mile, and it's also from Die Hard. The quote is, Well, well, well. <laughs> we'll see you next time in the basement. Squeak, 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 squeak,